Hi, I'm Siobhan Hunt and this is Kindling Conversation, a Kindling Kids radio podcast. Just a quick note before we get into the next episode. If you haven't already, I'd love you to rate and review Kindling Conversation wherever you get your podcasts or if you enjoy the episode, share it with your friends. All right, thank you and on with the show. Spiri Sinceris was living the life that many moms do. She was juggling work and children and like most of us, watching some weight creep up on us that, you know, happens once you have children and then you get busy with life. Then she stumbled upon a story about the Icarians and it captured her imagination in a powerful way. Icaria is a small Greek island that is considered a blue zone, which is basically part of the world where the inhabitants live long and healthy lives. This one story changed her life in a powerful way, so she wrote a book about it. It's called My Icaria, How the People from a Small Mediterranean Island Inspired Me to Live a Happier, Healthier and Longer Life. Hi, Spiri. How are you? Tell us about your life pre-Icaria. I'm a mum of two teens. I'm a wife. I'm a writer, so I I have my own business. Um, And basically, life was very busy and still is very busy. Um, But I was feeling, I guess, uh, tired a lot of the time, a little bit depleted, both physically and kind of a bit spiritually, I suppose. Um, And I was kind of looking to find something and I wasn't quite sure what, but I knew that I needed to get myself some more energy and I knew I needed to feel a bit healthier so that I could be better both to myself but also to the people that are dear to me. I've got to say, reading those opening chapters of your book, I was like, I can't can't keep reading it. It's just me. It's it's me all over. I can imagine lots of women in particular would resonate with your lifestyle before you stumbled upon this story. It's quite familiar, isn't it? It it sure is. And I think um, a a lot of us, because we are very busy as mums and often we're trying to juggle so much, um, that it does become very easy to let our own health slide. Um, incrementally over the years we realize oh god I've put on those you know extra few kilos each year kind of add up to a fair bit over time and but also not just about weight it can't only be about weight but the whole thing about um, kind of connecting with yourself and having time to sort of fill your own cup um, and having no time to really fill your own cup like not not having time to get out and do stuff for yourself necessarily so um I guess this book is about how I found in intuitive ways to kind of fill my own cup and so be a better mum and be a better, you know, person to the people that I love. Now, there are many articles out there about how mothers need to fill their own cup. This yeah. is quite a different approach, though. It's quite a cultural look at how to incorporate this into your life. Mm. Why Caria? Because, mm. you know, there are other blue zones around the world. Yes. Yes, Why indeed. did you choose this particular island to okay. look at? Well, look, I, I found an article in the New York Times about this this island where it was titled People Forget to Die. And um, it really resonated with me because it had this beautiful picture of this elderly gentleman who had a, a sort of shovel in his hand and he was digging his land. Um, and the picture reminded me of my father, who's now passed away, but it reminded me of my uncle, maybe my grandparents, who are from originally from Greece. So from a cultural point of view, it really resonated. 
Um, but the thing about this guy is he, he lived in the US after being born in Ikaria and he went um, and he got terminal cancer in his 60s. So essentially he went back to his homeland to die. Um, but lo and behold, and to cut a short, uh, long story short, he essentially went on to live for another 37 years or so. <laughs> <laughs> so um, it's it's such a lovely good news story. And I guess some of the things that they do, they don't mean to live a long time on this island, um, but also the, the time that they do have while they're alive is healthy. So there's very little depression, very little dementia, very little diabetes and heart disease. So what it means is that they are very active and purposeful and um, healthy, almost to the point where they then, you know, die. So I guess it really, it, it seems so simple and so intuitive. And I thought to myself, wow, I think there's something to learn here from these islanders. Um, and I thought to myself, one, there's something to learn, but two, how can I implement that into my own life, which is very different. We don't live on a lovely, gorgeous Greek island. And, you know, we live in houses and it's kind of harder to connect with people, harder to eat well, harder to move um, naturally in our environment so that we get enough exercise. Um, so my question was, okay, how can we do a bit more of what they do um, in our own busy lives? And you do trace in the initial chapters how you start to implement small changes in your lifestyle. Doing that and being inspired by a story is still quite a big leap from actually travelling to a reasonably remote Greek island, Absolutely. living there and, and learning at that and then writing a book about it. That's right. How did you come to make that leap? Okay. Well, I drove a lot of people crazy in my family because <laughs> I kept talking about the Ikaria and the Ikarians and what a wonderful lifestyle they do and all the simple things that they do to keep healthy. Um, and I started to implement those things in my own home. So we started to eat a lot of more legumes and plant food. Um, my kids wouldn't touch legumes and, and beans and all that before. And I just started to slowly introduce that stuff and build on it so they didn't kind of notice. <laughs> um, I started to do things like go for walks with my daughter and spend time with her and or we'd sometimes go to classes together. I got my husband to do more walking, you know, to the train station and back. So slowly, slowly I started to implement changes, but all the while I really sort of got a bit obsessed with going to the island. But of course, life doesn't just stop where a mum particularly can just leave the family and travel overseas, you know, for a month or however long. Um, but after about two and a half years, the idea still hadn't gone away. Well, that's saying something, isn't it? <laughs> it sure is. And I knew um, that I just needed to do it. And I needed to honour that. Um, and my husband, you know, I've got teenage kids and they're, they're able to look after themselves pretty well. And, and I, I think my husband's pretty confident. So it was more about me being, you know, standing in my own way, I suppose. So... Since the idea didn't go away, I just bit the bullet and, and went and and spent time on the island. You're listening to Kindling Conversation. I'm speaking with Spiri. Sorry. <laughs> I'm speaking with Spiri Sinceris, who's the author of My Ikaria, How the People from a Small Mediterranean Island Inspired Me to Live a Happier, Healthier and Longer Life. And Spiri was just telling us how um, she stumbled upon the story of these islanders in an article mm-hmm. And then became obsessed with it for two and a half years until she finally bought the ticket and went there herself. What's 
it like as a place to stay? Okay. Um, look, it's a very rugged um, little island. Lots of in the interior is very mountainous, and there's lots of cliffs and lots of um, you know paddocks that kind of go out into this this amazing Mediterranean Sea. You know, so it's um, it's as far as Greek islands go, and I think I've, I've been to a few in my time now, but this one is is quite rugged. Um, very windy um, and you know up until probably um, 10 20 years ago some of the roads to get from one place of the island to the other was very difficult so um, it was it was beautiful and it was real which because I'd built it up in my imagination after a while I thought oh my goodness maybe this isn't even real you know <laughs> but it was it didn't disappoint me from from a geographical point of view um, but also the islanders I found were incredibly generous. Um, they made me feel welcome. I mean, I was a stranger to them, um, and they made they they took me into their homes. They fed me. They made sure I wasn't sort of by myself for very long. Um, and so I, I have to say that the island didn't disappoint me in any way. Oh, that's so nice to <laughs> <Yes>. hear. <laughs> I would hate for you to have gone. Well, then you probably wouldn't have written the book you have. Yes. So we often travel and get inspired when we were away and we come home determined to yes. make real changes in our lives that we can maintain. Mm. Did you manage to do that? How did you come home? Yeah, look, I was really happy to come home because I do have a very lovely family um, and I have a good life. You know, I, I, I love my life and I've made my life the way it is. So um, in the lead up to travelling, I, I have to say I made most of the changes in the lead up to going because I'd done so much research for this book, really just thinking, what is it that these people do that helps them be so healthy? I'd done an incredible amount of research and as I was researching and jotting things down, I started to make the changes. So um, the main thing I got really out of the island was a bit about slowing down. Um, and that was the last challenge. So I started to eat really well with my family and we started to move a lot more and I started to feel a bit more purposeful and a bit more connected and a bit more focused. So I did all that before going to the island. But one thing I really wanted to learn from the island is how to slow down a bit. Um, and the islanders are incredibly good at that um, because they stop to have conversations. They might have a meal for four hours if someone drops in. Um, you sound- can't do that here, can you? <laughs> no, but it's made me made me have shorter lists. <laughs> My lists aren't as long, and often they involve things like ringing my mum or maybe going for a walk um, and I put the chores on the list now too because at least now you know all that stuff we do that's not paid and that's not often valued is important and I, I acknowledge that and and so I sort of um, try and live my life a little bit more slowly and a little bit more mindfully and of course, I get caught up like everyone else. But the the islanders were a real inspiration in that sense to really slow down if you can, at least mentally, and and do what's important to you. I guess that's probably answering my final question, which is uh, what advice you would have for those of us who perhaps don't have um, a Greek island <laughs> that they can look to or model their lives on. Yes, or even that cultural background, because you've got a lot of great recipes in your book. You mm. talk a lot about food and how important it is. Yeah. What would you say if someone doesn't have that kind of cultural background to call upon? 
Sure. Um, I think for me, this book was trying to impart, I guess, some messages that might help anyone, whether they're Japanese or Greek or Italian or, you know, sort of English, doesn't really matter where you come from, but the sense that um, it's helpful to uh, cook as much as you can, food that I call it yaya-friendly food or grandma-friendly food. In other words, food that most of us our grandparents would perhaps recognise, um, to build daily movement into our life and to focus on daily connections, whatever they may be for you. Or, you know, for me, it's about connecting with my family. It's about ringing my mum once a day, you know, and trying to see her a bit more regularly. So they're very basic principles that I think cut across um can kind of cross for any of us, whether we're, you know, whatever our background is. Um, And I guess for me, it's about not adding stuff to your life that's going to cause stress. So, you know, if you feel like, oh my God, I've got to go to the gym four times a week to keep healthy. In fact, if you walk more, i.e. by going to work on the train or taking your kids to the park or going for a walk with your kids, that's actually going to have more benefit than, than trying to really kill yourself to go to the gym four times a week. That sounds like good advice. Yeah. (laughs) Spiri, thank you so much for coming in today. Thank you so much. It's a pleasure. That's Spiri Sinceris. She's the author of My Icaria, How the People from a Small Mediterranean Island Inspired Me to Live a Happier, Healthier and Longer Life. And we'll pop links to Spiri's book up on our website. Just head to kindling.com.au.